0: Yeah, good morning, everyone. Thrilled to have you with us for the final time this week on SEN Breakfast. We've made it, Michael. We've made Mm. it. Uh, Good morning to everyone tuning in on 1170am in Sydney, 801am on the Central Coast, 1575am in the Illawarra, 90.3 FM in Griffith, Alex Blackwell Territory, 1323 in Canberra, and, of course, via the SEN app. Good morning as well to our Queensland listeners tuning in via SEN Q693 in Brisbane, 1623 on the Goldie and through the SEN Track Network with us for the first hour before we hand over the reins to Pat and Heels. I'm Julian King. The Daily Telegraph's Michael Karianis is alongside me for the final time this week. The open line number we want to hear from you today, 1300 0111 70. And that text line 0457 736 736. Uh, big show ahead, Mark Woodford. Australian doubles legend, part of the tennis coverage here at SEN. He's going to join us on the program uh, today, Michael, with all his Australian Open reviews and previews. It was a crazy day, night, and early morning after the Nazi and, and Andy Murray finished a 47-hour battle with no toilet break. Steve Smith, Smudge, the Sixers' first-ever century maker, is going to join us as well ahead of the Sydney Smash on Saturday night at the SCG. They are expecting a crowd of about 40,000 there if the weather holds up. Michael Karianis, good morning to you.
1: Good morning, Jules. This mm. is a,
0: this is a big moment because Michael flicked me a text yesterday. Yes. With proof that he was going to finally sit down and watch Point Break on SBS demand. I did. And you did. Got through it. You got through it? Not bad. I'll, I'll take that. Not bad. I'll take that. Watchable. Yeah.
1: Wouldn't say it's a classic.
0: Oh, it is a classic.
1: And I'm not sure I'd be getting anyone to go back and watch it. Hmm. But um, now
0: if because people make reference to it now you know what they're talking about I've never heard anyone make reference the, to it except for you yeah okay it's a, it's a thing I'm going to start it to <laughs> that yeah. was the
1: first reference yeah i I'd, I'd heard of the movie but no it was it was decent There's was of, a few plot fun. twists
0: yeah well you need a good plot twist in mm. an action film and look the good thing about watching county Reeves act is it makes you think you're a chance of being a professional actor. How because bad was he? He's horrible. Mm.
1: Has he's he got horrible. better? I can't remember. I think he's like, got better. Matrix was probably, I can't remember what else Do you, else you watched,
0: The John Wick Speed. films been, no, he's been in. No, I haven't been, seen that. They're, they're pretty fun. They're I pretty violent, back and watch they're pretty fun. Gary Busey was great, and, Pat, <laughs> and the late great Patrick yes. Swayze. Yeah. I only even know him now as Bodhi, the, the guru surfer.
1: Yeah. Matrix no, Swayze. it was good. Worth watching. Well, thank um, you.
0: No, I appreciate it. I don't think you did your homework. No, i Listen, I've got two young kids that I've got to manage through the school holidays. That goes for like
1: 45 minutes. Not managing the kids. Point oh uh, What was it called? Net break Breakpoint. Breakpoint break point and point the break. Tennis, yeah. The tennis The doco. Okay. Well, I'll tell
0: you what I'll do. um, I'll flick it on this afternoon. I'll send you a screenshot of the television to prove that it's I'm late. watching it. Even in video, like just a five-second video snippet. So here you go. Here's Nick Kyrgios talking about what uh, Ah, f- A photo would
1: do. I don't need a Wants video.
0: To, no, you don't need a photo. Oh, well, that's, that's very decent of you. Nick Kyrgios, <laughs> of course, he won the doubles last year with the Nasi Kokonakis. Nick pulled out at the start of the tournament with a... A dodgy name for Nassi. Mm-hmm. Uh, I reckon a few... Uh, Dan would have been here in the morning when this match was still going. Quite remarkable. And Andy Murray, who we thought was on the brink of retirement mm. with that metal hip, uh, is again into the third round of the Australian Open. Uh, quite stunning. Uh, so he came back to beat the Kokonakis. 4 6 6 7, 7 6, 6 3 7, 5 The second longest ever Australian Open match. Five hours, 45 minutes, minutes finished after 4am. We talk about player welfare and heat and the
1: like. What about playing until 4 a.m.?
0: Do what you've got to do. Doesn't it come with the territory?
1: I'm not playing at Don't 4 Don't tell me that they want. What other sport is playing at 4 a.m.? Are you saying to me that they want match payments? <laughs> no. On the top of yeah. what they get? Well, to... they should get two days' worth because it went over two days. It's but... straddled, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. All <laughs> but, ticked after midnight. But honestly, what sport finishes at 4 a.m.? Uh, unless you're compi- like unless you're doing the the arm Cindy a Hobart or something,
0: probably the the arm curls in uh, uh, an Irish pub. But we do you know what I mean? Like right right when
1: but... we when we discuss player welfare, mm. that's got to be in the mix. Four AM finishes can't be
0: healthy. What about like twenty four hour enduro car races?
1: Well, yeah, but you know what you're getting Check, yourself mate. into, then, right?
0: Yeah, but uh, I don't know. Well, they, they know what they're getting themselves into. They know that. Can if, you be if at your match... Optimum at four AM? Like probably not. Probably not. Mm. But no, but it is what it is. They understand that it's part and parcel of playing Grand Slam tennis. If you're scheduled on the night match and a few of the games before go longer than anticipated, you may not
1: take the court until
0: 10. What was the crowd like at 4am? Sleepy, I'd imagine. Like, were people hanging
1: around or were they leaving?
0: I actually, you know, they were there.
1: What would you well, make? If
0: you were paid for a ticket and you're seeing this epic match between an Australian and, and a much-loved player and Andy Murray, I don't think you... What do you reckon, guys? We had now, beat the traffic? No. Not at all. No way would I still be there at four a.m. Makes it's sense. it's a test, isn't it? You're thinking about oh, what do I got to do the next day. That's at what point do you start thinking? Got work tomorrow. All right, one more set. All right, one more set. This is when, and I've, I admit to doing this. Mm-hmm. We actually want games to be over in straight sets for sure. Don't please don't go like Wimbledon finals. I used to stay up and religiously watch the Wimbledon final mm. and have to work the next day. So don't go to five. There's a rain delay. And then they go to five. So please don't, please yeah. don't. But they do but we're, we're, we're suckers for, for quality sporting contests, so we tend to put ourselves through that. We're gluttons for punishment.
1: Yeah, I'd be sleeping. In that respect. Australian
0: Open update. Thanks to our great friends at Bingley. So five hours, 45 minutes, Murray over Kokonakis. Uh, still Some good results too for the Australians. So Alex Demon all through to the third round. He defeated French player Adrian Manorino in four sets. 7-6-4-6-6-4-6-1. Six, four, six, six, four, six, but this was huge. This was huge. Alexi Popper, and he struggled last season. He's a talent without question, Alexi. Uh, a stunning win, and we we're talking to Brett Phillips about this yesterday. Is that a lot of people liked number eight seed Taylor Fritz as potentially a dark horse for this tournament? He has defeated Alexi Popper and Taylor Fritz, the number eight seed, in a five-set epic, lasted four hours and four minutes, off the back of another four-hour encounter. So, two games mm. he's played so far for a sum total of eight hours on court, and he tried for seven six seven seven six six four six seven six two, and he was a very emotional man after the match.
2: This win is, it means so much to me. Um, I had the toughest year last year. Um, didn't win many matches. I've won as many matches this year as I won the whole of last year. I put my head down, I worked as hard as I possibly could. I don't want that feeling that I had last year ever again. And that, that, that I wrote down to myself in my head. And, and I'm, I'm going to keep working, I'm going to keep pushing, I'm going to try and keep going all the way, man. <laughs> And they're all
0: cheering, pop, pop. He, he was really getting into it. I mean, how often in his career does he get to play in front of a, a packed house? It was, it was emotional. You could hear him just breaking up. It was a nice, it was just a lovely raw chat post-match with Casey Delacroix. He's got a beautiful smile and, and I wish him really well. It was a biggest win without question of, of his career.
1: What about the quote I've already wanted more than I did last year? Yeah, twenty well, days into the
0: year, and he said he just worked worked his backside mm. off. So when you're playing back to back full set games, and and to be fair, it doesn't happen very often because basically outside of grand slams, they don't play yeah. the best of five sets. But you know, he, he put in the work, and that's what you want to see as sports fans. You want to see potential realised. You want to see talent realised. You know, for years we didn't see that with Kyrgios. We just mm. started to see it, and. Like well, hopefully we see that with Alexi Popper and
1: even Kokonakis, too, because of injury. Yeah, you know, we haven't yeah. seen the best of him.
0: Yeah, and it's dreadfully unlucky. He had a chance to win that match. Uh, could you so imagine last night, f-
1: this morning, yeah. six hours and up in, until four AM and losing and getting dusted? Yeah, that's... yeah.
0: What do you do? Do you go straight to bed? You'd be you couldn't go for, to, straight to sleep, could you? You'd be amped after that. The adrenaline be, would be flowing Maybe,
1: and, at four AM though. By the time he would have got home would have been six AM.
0: Yeah, I suppose. Got the shower and I don't know. Probably stay up and tune into this wonderful program. You think he's listening? There. Yeah, Thanasi. a Big fan of the show. Uh commiserations, Thanasi. Just jump on the open line. One 1300- three hundred. Thanasi, don't call me Nick. 1170 one eleven seventy. You're out, you're gone. Novak Djokovic overcame a troublesome hamstring. He knocked out French qualifier Enzo Kukwad, six one, six seven, six two, six love. That is an Australian up, open update, thanks to Bing Lee. Uh just here, Serbian Siegel. He's up early. Uh, mm. Jules, wondering where i send the box set of Seinfeld and 12-pack of polywaffles Waffles for 10-year-old MC to consume. <laughs>
1: I don't have a DVD player. Is, is that it?
0: a – don't – what, an Xbox or – PlayStation. A Play, PlayStation. Yeah, so it, works on on work. a, it works on the PlayStation. Yeah. Yeah, we have a, a Blu-ray player.
1: I think Seinfeld's on one of the streaming ones anyway, Yeah, it'll it? be
0: on – I think it might be on more than one. Oh, I mm. could be wrong.
1: Netflix. Yeah. I, I shan't be watching it. Why? I'm not bothered. Okay. That's a long commitment. Do you have a go-to television show? Not that I re-watch. No. Unless it, the Simpsons. I love the Simpsons. Simpsons. Simpsons is the only show I could watch. Yeah. Like Entourage, I've watched twice. Sopranos, yeah, I've watched twice. Yeah. That's probably the only, they're, they're the only shows I've watched twice.
0: Twice. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I could get through that twice. Which one? I'm not one that. Which one? Well, my favorites are like your Breaking Bad's. I would probably wouldn't watch them twice. Mm. The ones that I, not necessarily watch twice, but go back and watch random episodes is West Wing. Mm. Yeah, I couldn't brilliant. get into that. I tried. Ah, was brilliant writing. Now, Cricket uh, caught a bit of this last night. A big bash update thanks to Isuzu. Leave your own way in the Isuzu MUX. The Sydney Thunder had an eight-wicket win over the Renegades, chasing down the total of 142. In the 19th over. You know, it was interesting because they mm. were on track to strangle them to about 120 odd off their 20 overs. And Daniel Sams got pasted for 24 that last over. And yeah, finally, a few. Uh, some really dumb batting, as Ricky Ponting said in commentary by the Renegades. But they got Will Sutherland on strike and then he started flogging Sams to all parts of the ground. He didn't quite get his length right. He said, Oh, it's, it's a tricky chase. But the openers finally fired. Jilksu, when he gets going, can hit him. He's a very talented cricketer. Seventy four not out of fifty five balls for the Thunder. Uh he got to fifty without loss in partnership with David Warner. Usman Kadir, the best of the bowlers for the Lime Green taking two for twenty off his four overs. Chris Green, two for twenty four off four overs. And now man, Brendan Doggett, mm. solid. One for eighteen off I'm 3 i I'm gonna
1: miss talking to him next week.
0: The dog man. Mm. Yeah. We should um go out for coffee. He's a lovely individual, should <laughs> Go Bridget. out
1: for coffee.
0: Oh, you don't drink coffee actually, do you? I do. Yeah, but just one.
1: I'll have one when I wake up. You just to juice. get me going. But yep. Um, what about Davey Warner, 26 off 23?
0: He was okay, Davey. What hasn't quite got going, but he all wasn't right. horrid. But, right. you know, it's all about partnerships. and He had that important one at the top of the order. Will Sutherland, as we mentioned, the best with a bat for the Renegades. 42 not out from 23 balls. Later today, we've got the Strikers and the Scorchers at the Adelaide Oval. So if you're a Thunder fan, you'll be hoping the Scorchers get over the line there. Technically, it's Adelaide Oval, not the Adelaide Oval. Okay. Yeah, so they play at Adelaide Oval. However, the Twitter handle is the Adelaide Oval, so people always point to that. The reason it's these is because somebody already claimed Adelaide Oval. Anyway. I'm I
1: diverse. knew that.
0: And the later game, the Brisbane Heat host the Hobart Hurricanes at the Gabba. That game will certainly have a bearing on the final five. And a reminder that the Sydney Derby on tomorrow night at the SCG, the Sixers host the Thunder. I'm going to get out of that game too. They're expecting a bumper crowd at the Sydney Cricket Ground. It is the Sydney Cricket Ground ground, Michael, with a cricket pitch. Steve Smith will join us in the next hour of the program. That is an update. Big bash update. Thanks to Isuzu. Live your own way in the seven-seat Isuzu MUX. Visit your local Isuzu ute dealer today. And the reason I emphasize the C, mm. what does the C stand for in, in SCG?
1: Cricket. Yeah. I knew that was. Yes, there boom. You. I'm back, baby. Yes, because
0: Swans chairman Andrew Pridham says it's astonishing that the SCG hasn't followed Adelaide Oval no, the, and the MCG to drop in pitches. Now, we're doing this again. He's also declared the AFL to be the predominant sport driving the economics of the ground in response. Cricket New South Wales boss Lee Jamon says it's called the Sydney Cricket Ground and the Swans play in the Sydney Cricket Ground. We're doing this again. Yeah. We're doing this again.
1: I want to know, do people care if there's a drop-in pitch or not a drop-in pitch at the SCG? Uh,
0: Probably not so much in, well, not in Melbourne because they're AFL fanatics. Uh, Likewise Adelaide, likewise Mm. Perth, where you have the drop-in pitches, right? In the league territories... Gaber SCG no dropping, mm. no dropping. For me, it's you know it's a beautiful, unique character characteristic of the grounds Australia wide that you know some are drop-ins, some are not, and the, the concern they had was drop ins would not replicate the traits of the old pitches, and we saw you know was it the ashes a few years back that really dud pitch where Smudge got his hundred mm. just didn't change over five days. It's a bit of a problem, but. Do you do you care? Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. do you care if Sydney were to switch to a drop-in pitch?
1: What are the characteristics of an SCG pitch these days?
0: Uh, well, a little different. See, the, they trade on the reputation. SCG was always the turning pitch, right? Yeah, but the, how the long does... burn up. Uh,
1: Decades It hasn't been ago like now. that for a while.
0: At yeah, least a decade. Still, yeah, it's still dry, still good for batting. Melbourne had the reputation of having kind of like a trampoline bounce. Mm. Adelaide was... Uh, The Batsman's Paradise, that would spin days four and five. Perth, of course, fast, bouncy. Yeah. And the Gabba, great batting deck, but a bit in it early. Yeah. A bit of green uh, early before the Brisbane heat would dry it out. So those were sort of – and Hobart, a green top. So those were kind of the traditional reputations of the various cricket pitches Australia-wide. They strayed away from that Mm. sometime, but they're starting to kind of restore to their old reputation. So – what would happen? Because it's um, I think Sydney's sort of peculiar They've got that bull eye soil, uh, which makes it unique to uh, other cricket grounds Australia wide. But the technology in drop in pitches are getting so good now. Yeah, you know they put the big bubble over and they cultivate them and they grow have many and they just pop them though. As Kerry Packer did, you know, pop it on the hovercraft or they just drive it in. Boom, drop yep. it down. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. That is the text line number. Give us a call as well. One 1170 one eleven seventy. Sen summer breakfast. Are you happy to see a drop in pitch at the SCG, or is it a tantamount to sacrilege? Is it sacrilege to even talk about it because you say, yes, the C stands for cricket, but we've got a drop in pitch in Melbourne? Pretty sure the MCG is still the Melbourne mm. cricket ground. Or are we at that stage now where it, it doesn't really matter? And to certainly me. in Australia, where you, you're splitting sports, summer and winter codes, that it's, it's the most practical thing to do.
1: You know, the only thing I want is never to watch a rugby league game at the SCG again. That's on Oh, my, it's horrible. That's on my bucket list it of horrible. things never to do ever again.
0: Yeah. You know, finally we've got Allianz Stadium back, but it wasn't but just ne- a rugby be next, league. This year
1: there'll be some more games there because of the Women's Soccer World Cup.
0: Yeah. And somebody tweeted a picture last year. It wasn't league, but it was a union game. The <laughs> Waratahs. There was no one there. And I said, I've paid something like 60-something dollars for a ticket for this vantage point.
1: Yeah. It's and you're a
0: mile away. You couldn't see anything. So why would you bother? No. Why would you bother? No,
1: I hope that I know there's the nostalgia and stuff. I'm quite happy if there's never another rugby league game at the SCG.
0: Sort of hard to get your bearings here too, they say. Sort of getting your markers and mm. you know, look it, it still is the the spiritual home of rugby league in Australia, the Sydney Cricket Ground. Yeah. And some of the great grand finals being played there, but you know rounds
1: It's a great venue. Overall, no issue with the but, venue, just yeah. not for not for footy. What about this tweet from Thanasi Kokanakis at four twenty eight AM? I was about to say he tweeted us. This effin' sport man. All oh, right,
0: better. So, g'day boys, loving the show, tuning in via the app from Melbourne Park. Mm. Oh, okay. This effin' sport. Well, I mean, it speaks volumes, doesn't it? Mm. It's a nasty You got, Like you said, you feel dread, dreadfully sorry for somebody who slugs it out for five hours, 45 minutes till four in the morning, and then loses. Get started. You know, and then you get the same check as the person that dropped it in straight sets uh, in the middle of the day.
1: You know how we had the conjecture around bad light at the SCG test? Should they be playing cricket at 4am? Under cricket? lights?
0: No. Why? You don't need to. Oh.
1: You can stop set, a draw. You can set your you start just, have timer. It, just have it. let have it twenty four seven. Just play whenever you can.
0: So you want to play cricket at four a.m. No, right. you just no. You're just running it up the flag. May
1: as well. <laughs> May as well not.
0: Uh, out of all your mediocre ideas, that is perhaps the most mediocre. Well, do you of think them. it's
1: all right for the tennis players to play at four a.m. Yeah, I do. Why? No one should be playing at 4 a.m. There's only two of them. You should just be getting home after a night out. Comes with or the waking territory. up for this great show. Comes with the territory. To
0: Rugby League News, uh, James Hooper reports in The Telegraph, Stephen Crichton will be at the Bulldogs in 2024 on a four-year deal worth more than 3.3 million. 3. No shock. A million. We take that as red? Take yes. that to the bank.
1: We've been saying all week he'll be at the Dogs.
0: What about Garska? World, well, you know, he's a wonderful player. He'd be a valuable commodity to any club. And we only <laughs> made an going, offer on Wednesday. He is a lock. Oh, uh, Fullback? You well, that's what they're signing him for. Fullback money, yeah. But everyone's a fullback these days, yeah. Didn't yeah. they sign Dallin to fullback money at about eight hundred k a year? Great <laughs> winger, Dallin.
1: Yeah, yeah, not a fullback. Yes, though. yes, yes. Yeah. And no, but he he will be there, there long term, and they haven't had a long term stable fullback since Ben Barber. a <laughs> since Ben Barber. Yeah, I'd suggest yeah. that they haven't had a guy you know play regularly there at an elite level. Well, Brett, I mean they signed Brett. Morris to play a bit of fullback. A little for a bit, while, but Brett Morris might the best, best, best winger I've ever, I've ever seen. seen. Jinx. Wow. Yeah. Um but, you know, capable filling in at fullback, but one of if not the I I'd make the argument the greatest winger the game has seen. Brett Morris. Brett Morris. Mm.
0: Well, this is the thing. They try to pick the greatest ever Dragon side, including St. George Lawara. So how do you get Morris in there over like Johnny King and Eddie Lobson with mm. their combined, what, 11 grand finals between them? It's, yeah. it's tough. It's really yeah. tough. But he,
1: he's up there. Definitely the best winger I've seen. Yeah. That's um, how he
0: said best winger he's seen. That's so. how he told me. Best winger of all time, but certainly the best winger he, he's ever played yeah. with. Can't now, argue with that.
1: A stalemate
0: in the NRL WCBA negotiations. He's now threatening, Michael, the women's All-Stars match next month as a number of the game's biggest names consider pulling out to protect... Their livelihood, you know. This, if if I'm the RLPA, and you're talking about strike action, potential strike action, and boycotts, I am pinning my argument to the NRLW, yeah, the CBA, and uh, bringing up to standard what we expect of a modern competition, particularly around the women.
1: I listened to the Clint Newton chat with Matt White after our show yeah. yesterday, and um, that was a bit clearer in, in terms of. Uh, things that, that they wanted, but um, you're right. The NRLW CBA is, is a sticking point. What what I still can't get my head over, and Matt White asked this question yesterday was around match payments, and Clint saying, well, they want equality across the field and, you know, pay to play. Well, that's what your contract's for. Yeah,
0: but they're also paid when they don't play. That's like right. Said, that's if, what your contract's for. If they for. get dropped, if, like if if a, if a bloke on 700 grand a year gets dropped mm. – then he's kicking up his heels, and, and maybe he doesn't play New South Wales. Yeah, stuff. I, he's still cashing a check for doing less. I can't get my head around that. And
1: uh, and you know, if it was capped at two hundred thousand and that was the threshold, no worries. Or the second tier players, I'm all for that to ensure they're protected.
0: One to the open line number. Don't be shy, call us up. Final day of the week, and the texts are starting to flow in. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. We are up and running this Friday morning. You're listening to Summer Breakfast with Julian King and Michael Karianis. Okay, are you happy with tennis players playing at four a.m.? Is there a duty of care? I think it comes with the territory. It only happens during grand slam tournaments. And do you also agree with Michael Karianis's assessment of point break that it was all right, but not a classic? I disagree, but I'll take that as a win regardless because, to his word, he watched it. Uh, Spanky, good morning to you. Does 4am reward fans? Was Mm. anyone still watching? I guess it's all for foreign audiences. Uh, No, not necessarily. I mean, it helps, but it's a packed schedule. You've got to get the day games in and then the night games in. Fair point. Yes. Uh, I would watch cricket at 4am. Remember, it's noon
1: somewhere in the world. Yeah, I watch 4am if it's the Ashes or something, but not in Sydney.
0: I used to do that when my daughter was born. She's born in twenty nineteen and you know, get up in the middle of the night and it's like, beauty, how Yeah, stuff. I'll take a doll you know, chuck something in a bottle and that, so you rest, and I'll just sit there and watch the cricket. That's <laughs> been me
1: on NFL Mondays. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. I'll do Monday mornings, don't worry yeah. about it.
0: Yeah, it's brilliant. Uh Wendell Sailor would carve boring old Morris. Are you kidding?
1: Are Wendell's a great
0: uh, Wendell's a great player. Brett Morris is a better winger.
1: Yep. Great.
0: said it. Country Games. Would have been better than SCG games. I know they don't have the corporate facilities, but it would be way better. Uh, Port Macquarie Pearl, hello, my friend. Morning, lads. I think cricket keeping tradition has long passed us, so using drop in pitches is not an issue. They can even make pitches to water. Yeah, I think people are starting to to swing more in that direction as they get more sophisticated when it comes to to producing these these drop in pitches. Just quickly, Eddie Jones mm. it says Peter Vellandy's been spending too much time in the tab. Plans to make rugby so attractive that even the NRL boss will be tuning into his press conference. <laughs> Further to that, he goes, uh, "We might even get uh, what's his name, the horse guy." To admit <laughs> this is what they do. How right good? There. Yeah, deliberately, you know, you forget their name, mispronounce yeah. their name. It's it's a bit of fun.
1: Yeah, you know? yeah, A bit of fun. It was he, like um, Callum Ponga's dad, Andre. What, what did he call um, Dean Ritchie? Bullfrog. Oh, yeah, that's right. What did he Bull, call him? called him? Um, yeah, bullfrog. Like the like, yeah. great Peter Moore. Um, but yeah, it's. Eddie Jones, he brings theatre straight away. Again, They're three days in a row that we've been speaking about Eddie Jones. He's talking about it, but he's got the NRL mm. chairman talking about it. Mm. The and he'll deliver. He'll, 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 he'll be out to get a scalp. And um, we did mention um, the conflict between the NRL players and uh, the NRL regarding the CBA and Matt White's interview with Clint Newton yesterday. Well, the players late last night um, – put up on, on their social media as a, a show of support, a show of unity where, where they just flashed a, a green um, block and said, we stand with the players, uh, with the RLPA. We want unity. We, you know, the players are all united. It's not the first time they've used uh, the green, uh, a green tinge back in, in the last heated uh, CBA. Uh, the players, I think it was in, in 2017, they took the field with green tape as a show of silent protest. I get so... Yeah, it's heating up a little bit between the players and the, and the NRL. We'll talk about that more after the news headlines.
0: Uh, thank you, Vanessa. Welcome back to Summer Breakfast. We're here for Brighton's Lawyers. Unable to work due to injury or illness, contact Brighton's Lawyers. Just a reminder, we have a bumper show ahead. Australian cricketer Steve Smith after seven, and Ooh. tennis legend Mark Woodford will also join us later in the show. An action-packed day mm. at Melbourne Park. A great wins to Demon or great win to Popperin. Uh, unfortunately, Thanasi after an epic five-hour 45 Mid encounter with Andy Murray that ended just after four o'clock this morning, uh, Eastern Daylight Time, has gone down, and he tweeted, eh, "What did he tweet? F something?
1: This right. effing game." Yeah,
0: yeah, it's, it's brutal, man. It's brutal. Are you happy with them playing at four a.m.? Are you happy with dropping pitches? And are you happy with Michael Carrianos' assessment of Point Break being just okay but not a classic? Uh, Maka from Botany, good morning, boys. There's cliffs on both sides. I'm not going to paddle to New Zealand. <laughs> that was great. He's not coming back. And this one here from This is your hitting zone, right? Uh, major, mate. Uh, Johnny Utah gets his guy. Swayze's a great actor and the girl in it is a good actress and old bastard. Gary Busey is a legend. Yes, he plays Pappas, Gary mm. Busey. Uh, Tyler, um, her name escapes me. She was in Tank Girl as well. 1300. Don't need to watch that. 011170. Evan, good morning.
2: All right, boys. How are you? Yeah, good. Michael, your ten-year-old girl giggle belies your intelligence. You're the first person I've heard say anything smart about this whole EBA with the football players. Oh, yeah. Why is it that you think? Why is it that you think? Five times in the last two weeks, all I've heard from the players is they don't agree with the twelve and a half million dollar salary cap, and by have Mister PVL. Mm, uh, it's because it, they it, want they want it to be during COVID. When players got sick, there was young guys who were, you know second-grade players who are playing first-grade on 80 grand next to blokes getting 800 grand.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: That's the bit that they want to fix.
1: Yeah, yeah. You
2: know what I mean? They've been through two years of hell. I think I think we need to realize the players are united in this now.
1: Yeah, it's going to what be the really- did,
2: yeah. What Volandis did is give them now an excuse to be really united because he's so good at what he did. Mm. They believe now they'll take it to the next level, I think.
1: Yeah, well, it's going to be interesting to see how, how it does play out because... The only way they can really disrupt or, or make their point is by striking. But I think as soon as... If they do strike, which I find it near impossible for it to happen, but they would lose the support of the public for sure.
2: League baseball's done it three times, and the support right now today in American League Baseball is higher than it's ever been. Mm, I think
1: we're a different Every market. Every Australian has gone different. on strike. Yeah, I think we're a different yeah, market. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: I understand that. I understand that, what you're saying. But the players, they they seem very, very... United in, this, in getting sure. it all fixed up, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. and, and I think they should be applauded because it'll be fixed. You know what I mean? They need to fix things. Mm. They've not, no, not one time have they said what a great thing it is that the salary cap's twelve and a half million. They've all they've said is we don't agree with that.
1: Mm. Well, yeah, they, they agree with they're not agreeing with, with lots of things, and not just the cap. There's, you know, we ran through the list of it yesterday, and Clint ran through it with um, Matt White yesterday as well. So. Um, yeah, look. Hopefully, there is a resolution because no one likes talking about it. Like it's it's not the greatest topic to to be discussing, and the hints of of strike and and boycotts is not what anyone wants to see.
0: And not just about uh, pay rises and salary cap increases, but but all of that has to be looked in the context of how it's relative to revenue, mm. right? And that may be a sticking point. One free, thank you, Evan, for your call. One three hundred. I 11 eleven seventy uh, Reptile, just on that. Yesterday, Clinton Newton's interview, uh, political spin at its finest. He has to be done after this debacle, Wade Graham, uh, and goes on about greedy players. Uh, no player, no game, no fans, no need for a CBA. Thank you for that, uh, Reptile. I think they do need a CBA. If you're a member and they strike for how many rounds, uh, are you asking for a discount on your membership? And would they give it to you? Well, they should. Yeah. Yes, you're paying to attend x number of games. Yes, right? and it should it yeah. should
1: come out of the the players' pay. Mm. They should if they don't play, they don't get paid, right? And that money should go to subsidising the loss of income for for the club and um the the people that have paid for their tickets, no doubt. And the broadcasters, it's yeah, it, it would be detrimental.
0: Morning, boys. I reckon PVL loves the spring and summer of racing. The athletes there are happy with a swim and apple and a roll in the sand. No matter how no matter how good they are. Clint Newton sounded like any other union rep yesterday. Pay and conditions yawn, Glenn. It, it look it might be yawn from your perspective, Glenn, but it's not to say that it's you know his concerns aren't without foundation. Mm. P.S. Point Break, best go-to film of all time, classic. MC, thank you, Glenn. We're on the same page in that front. It is a classic. Yeah, look, it was fine. Yeah. I think you also needed to watch it at the time. Yeah, definitely. Because right? you grow up and you know, there's a teenager at school and there's a point break and everyone just keeps banging on about point break references. Way, I'm yet. not
1: messaging my mates. Or I wasn't messaging last night saying, "Hey boys, you got to go watch Point Break." Have you
0: mate, do you reckon your mates have seen it?
1: No. What? No. They are probably yeah, uh, will
0: you recommend it to them?
1: I just said no. You should. Like 3 seconds ago I said no, I but wouldn't.
0: no, I'm going to give you a chance to revise that statement. Will you recommend it to them? No. Why?
1: It's not that good.
0: Okay. Uh Mix, mates if you're listening, they're ignore not. Him they're and not. check it out. Uh, put my head down, worked as hard as I could, opposite to Nick. Popperin had a seriously big game. He can become a top tenner for sure. Draw has opened right up for him, could face Novak. You know, semi. Oh, I think it's a bit harsh on Kyrios to say it's the opposite of Nick, because Nick, for a while, to his own admission, didn't necessarily put in the work. He said, Look, <laughs> I don't train, and he's been out at pubs nice before matches. Nice. But look at what he achieved last year. He said he finally started to train properly. Mm. He made a Wimbledon final, made a, a US Open. Quarter final. But think about this, all right? And this this bottom quarter of the draw has opened right up. One of these people will make the Australian Open semi finals: Popperin, Shelton, Wolf, Moe, Murray, Holt, Paul, or Brooksby. Who's your tip? Now, out of those, you've heard of Popperin, you've heard of Murray. How many of those players, honestly, hand on heart, have you heard of?
1: How many no, you no, 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 no. I'm, I'm How just many saying. do you think I've heard Me, of?
0: Oh, I haven't heard of all of them.
1: Well, if you haven't like, heard, of them. heard
0: of like I've never heard of like JJ Wolf. I did Mo MMO. Like I've never heard of Mo.
1: Moey. Mm.
0: Moey. You like to have a little punt on the Moey races, don't you? Oh, Michael Clark. Not that we want to spend too much time talking about him. Yes. Uh, and this was not lost on many people. You, by now, many of you would have seen the footage, and he had mm. that spat with you know his missus, and and Carl was involved in the rest of it. Afterwards, right at the end of the video, yes. you see Clarky walking shirtless, and he's limping. Mm. So Clark, seems in the process of having a, a blue with his missus, mm. of doing a hammy, mm. so, somewhat of an uh, innocuous injury. Yes. It's reasonable to say. Can you think of any injuries, sports people, or maybe you've done one yourself that you just out of nowhere just go, <laughs> how, it? you know, what have I done? Like you stubbed your toe when you broken your toe by kicking the, the bed post.
1: I've got a good bruise on my ankle from that.
0: When, just recently? Last week, yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, I but and think about busted toe and the doctors will just leave it, mate. Yeah. And Now it's a little bit deformed, mm. so I won't get to look at it. But yeah, uh, what's wrong? Oh, your middle finger. That's that's weird. That's it's from like football. Fletchy. That's from Flet- tackling. Well, like Fletchy Bear's head, and they're going to do breakfast next week, mm. Joel. Joel and Fletch. Fletch, you, you can't take your eyes off it. he has got these hands and that one random finger yeah. that just shoots off at a right angle? Yeah, it's just bizarre. So strange injuries because David Kid will remember. He, yes, he was playing with his kid and he just sort Kids of bends over there, his, his house, but he popped his knee. His ACL, ACL
1: Tom Travovich.
0: Oh, sprinting, sprinting down the course. Uh, no, that had nothing to do with he it. He
1: slipped in his bathroom. Oh,
0: yes. But he hear stories about like athletes bending down. Uh, there's a football player, soccer player that bent down. I went to pick up the remote and I slipped a disc in my back. Mm. Really innocuous sporting injuries. But I just thought off the back of that, Michael Clark has done his hammy after been slapped in the face. <laughs> Sporting injuries, any unusual or weird sporting injuries that you're aware of? Maybe it happened to you in your heyday. 0457 736 736. Uh, drop in pitches. Uh, this issue's rid its head again. Obviously, the AFL fanatic saying, no, it's time. It's time. Maybe leave this idea of, of traditional pitches buried in the past, considering how sophisticated the technology is this day and age to produce uh, world-class pitches. Anything else you want to talk about in the world of sport? Did you stay up to 4am to watch Kokonakis lose? I did not. Maybe you did